This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, May 19th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Cowley. The Senate Appropriations Committee debates its fiscal 17 agriculture spending bill today. As written, the proposal would boost food safety funding at FDA and pay for setting up a foreign agriculture service post in Cuba. The chairman of the Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee, Kansas Republican Jerry Moran, has been working to make sure a provision is included to curb restrictions that USDA wants to impose on convenience stores that accept food stamps. The organic food sector, in the meantime, has been embroiled in a furious lobbying battle over a possible amendment to block or weaken proposed new standards for organic poultry and livestock operations. Greg Herbrook, who operates one of the nation's largest organic egg operations in Michigan, has been in Washington raising concerns about the rule. The proposed regulations would no longer let farms provide outdoor access to their hens simply by allowing them to go out on a covered porch. The hens would have to be allowed to roam the grounds outside the barns. Herbrook tells AgriPulse that 70% of organic egg production would have significant problems with the regulations. He says his 2 million hen operation doesn't have enough land to meet the requirement. And he says hens would be exposed to diseases and to predators. But the National Farmers Union and 36 other farm, consumer, and industry groups sent a letter to the committee yesterday urging the senators to leave the rule alone. The groups say the rule will provide certainty about what procedures are allowed under the organic program and maintain the integrity of the organic seal. House chairman pushes back on TPP. House Ways and Means Chairman Kevin Brady making clear that the Trans-Pacific Partnership faces an uphill battle in Congress despite the International Trade Commission's conclusion that the pact would be a net benefit for the U.S. economy. The Texas Republican says the administration is going to have to address lawmaker concerns about aspects of the deal before Congress will consider approving it. Brady says Congress needs to see implementation plans on key obligations in the agreement to ensure that our trading partners will comply. According to the ITC report, the TPP would increase agriculture exports by about $7.2 billion a year by 2032. Agriculture imports, by comparison, would only increase by $2.7 billion annually. RFS could be headed to court again. The EPA may have set itself up for more litigation with its proposal to require usage of 18.4 billion gallons of biofuels in 2017. The Renewable Volume Obligation, or RVO, would allow for 14.8 billion gallons of conventional ethanol. That's just shy of the 15 billion gallons that's written into law. But biofuels industry groups could sue them again. Eight industry groups sued the EPA last year because the agency kept the RVO below the statutory targets because of market and infrastructure concerns. There's still a chance that the final RVO could increase in November, which also happened last year. But if it doesn't, Renewable Fuels Association President and CEO Bob Deneen told AgriPulse that many of the same issues are still involved. Deneen said, we'll wait and see what the final is. But all the same legal issues that were relevant in the 2016 RVO, which we litigated, are evident in this rule. The lawsuit against the 2016 RVO didn't come until the rule was finalized. It's possible that concerns about the 2017 targets could simply be added to the current lawsuit. 
Vilsack takes turn as chef. At yesterday's Feed the 5,000 Washington rally against food waste, Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack played sous chef to the famous restaurateur Jose Andres during an onstage cooking lesson turned comedy bit. Andres had Vilsack fill up a blender with vegetables, but all Vilsack seemed to be thinking about was the end product. He's saying, can you stop talking so we can eat these? He's hungry, Andres said, eliciting laughter from the 300-person crowd. Okay, one for me, Andreas continued as he reached for a bowl to fill with gazpacho. One for you. You haven't done anything, Vilsack said. Andreas replied, I've been teaching you how to cook. Meanwhile, Andreas couldn't resist a dig at Donald Trump. The GOP presidential candidate has sued Andreas for $10 million for refusing to open a restaurant in the Republican presidential candidate's luxury hotel development in Washington. Andreas, who has since countersued Trump, dropped out of the project over Trump's characterization last year of illegal Mexican immigrants. The chef took his jab at Trump as Vilsack added some pre-cut Mexican avocados to a tomato sandwich. It's avocado from the other side of the wall. If they build it, Andreas said, no politics here. Here's today's He Said It. I can honestly say that agriculture has saved my life, and now I'm looking forward to tomorrow and the day after that. That's retired Army Colonel John Fant speaking at a House Agriculture Committee hearing on veteran farmers. Fant said it was the help from West Virginia's warrior and veterans to agriculture group that helped him overcome post-traumatic stress disorder. That's Daybreak for this Thursday, May 19th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the American Association of Crop Insurers. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.